0: There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. There is a dark
1: place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on
0: Sure are. Sorry, my tongue got, like, caught in my mouth. Does that ever happen Yeah. You? Like, where well, you fair. start to talk and you're like,
1: mouth won't move? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely been there. A lot of times I just take it as a hint from the universe that my, the filter that should have stopped those words failed. And this is my, like, saving grace second chance. But you were trying to say your name. So I don't think it's the same thing. Probably not. Glad also, we got there eventually, though. And, yeah, and
0: also, I mean, like, that'd be bad news if that's the signal the universe is sending me when this is an audio medium <laughs> that does require me to speak. Yeah. A fair amount. Mm-hmm. So do you want to, should we try it again or do we roll with this take and just hope it works? Like,
1: Let's just roll with it. Yeah, okay. We're rolling with it Okay, today. that's the vibe. Fast and loose. Love it. If you haven't figured it out already, this is a podcast about ADHD done by two people who have ADHD. You might know us as or Learn Parkour. Yeah. And here we are. Yep. In our studio, in our glamorous, spacious studio space that is not a repurposed coat closet, that is not really, really sweaty, repurposed is a very
0: generous term to use given that there are coats in here with us
1: multi yeah okay sure Mul- multi-purpose yeah multi-purpose yeah yeah so
0: this is a podcast about adhd and and we both have it
1: we sure do um
0: it definitely totally doesn't affect our everyday lives uh Mm -mm. and doesn't have any impact on uh say our productivity or
1: nope how we interact with the world or i don't know how we think how we (sighs) feel about ourselves how we process information how we react so normal totally fine Absolutely great mm-hmm. I'm doing so good. How are you doing, Lex? You know,
0: I feel like I could have a few more screens going in front of me mm. to reach um you know uh what do they call it Oh yeah, that's what our episode's about. Oh it's optimum arousal. Yeah, um so not that kind of arousal, like thank god. But no, I'm, like
1: I'm still asexual.
0: Sorry. I, I mean I'm no thanks. Like there's you know what, Naziakani Yums, there's whole industries just <laughs> for you. <laughs> I thought to you were gonna s- just say there's whole. No, that was what, two episodes ago? Last episode. I think episode? that was
1: last episode. Yeah, that was
0: one of, that was last episode. So um, that one
1: was for y'all. This one is for a different kind of arousal.
0: Yeah, it's optimum arousal. It's a real, I don't know if it's really the best reason to use the term arousal, but there's uh, enough information on that uh, chicken bone of knowledge. Ooh. You know, there's enough meat,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: information meat,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that... We figured we'd talk about it a little bit because, wouldn't you know it, optimum arousal is something that is talked about in relation to people who have ADHD.
1: It sure is. Not always,
0: but often enough that it's, you know... Yeah. Why not talk about
1: it, right? Here we are, talking about it.
0: People ask me, like, hey, do you think you'll ever run out of content? (laughs) Probably, but not yet. Yeah. I just kind of, like, one of my friends recently said to me... (laughs) No, no, it's okay. I kind of like your stream of consciousness, after I apologized for just speaking out my stream of consciousness.
1: Sounds like a good friend. Yeah, well, yeah,
0: yeah, obvi. But also, um...
1: There's a lot of sauce that we put on these chicken bones of information, so they are extra filling. How about that? How is that?
0: No, I think I was kind of hoping you would tell me where I was going with... <laughs> what I was saying because I had a plot it was I had a point a to point b to c to you know like I had and I think my brain maybe tried to cut through b go straight from a to c mm-hmm. and like you like know a
1: pit stop for slurpees in there somewhere I know I feel you
0: yeah so uh I'm also just like I can feel a bead of sweat dripping down my face right now mm-hmm. so it's like a little disconcerting
1: well, let's rock this one out so that we don't get fried. How's that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're in it now. We sure
1: are. All right, well, so, okay, optimum arousal. What is it?
0: You're Okay, you're
1: asking me. Great. I, I can also give it a go if you would like. Yeah,
0: okay. <clears throat> so, optimum arousal is, uh, according to the first answer on Google, Mm-hmm a psychological construct referring to a level of mental stimulation at which physical performance, learning, or temporary feelings of well-being are maximized. It can also be described as the degree of energy release and the intensity of readiness.
1: Wow. Intensity of readiness sounds intense.
0: Yeah, basically, from what I understand, that's a really like amped up fancy scientific way to say you have to have just the right amount of sensory input to operate.
1: Yeah, that's a great definition of it. It's worth noting, I think, that the idea of readiness and optimum arousal is something that can be applied to all brains, but I think it's particularly relevant With ADHD because, by and large, a lot of the studies they've done around it have pointed out that ADHD people probably have a higher level of arousal needed to get into that, like, good, funky space. Mm -hmm. And also, it's a tool to have when you are not in that space instead of just going, like, I can't do the thing, I can't do the thing, why can't I do the thing, and just, like... Digging yourself a hole to lay in until the end of time. Which I know is tempting. I get it. But yeah. then you can go, oh, I just need a little more juice. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it's also super worth noting that the entire concept of optimum arousal is like a measurement of that energy and preparedness, right? Mm-hmm. As ba- like, But that that energy and preparedness is based on, surprise... Your productivity. Yeah. And so the, the way that that's measured is, is pretty inherently capitalistic in nature. A bit. Yeah. So I feel like it's interesting to think about like, oh, the optimal arousal is the level you need to reach so that you can do things. And mm. it's like, well, why do you need me to do things? It's a very valid question, you know? And, and granted, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do things, right? This is like, <laughs> like I'm pretty pro-do-stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I think that things are fun and life is to be enjoyed if you're going to be here. Mm -hmm. So I I find that fun. But I also very much appreciate not doing a fucking thing, right? So sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be optimally aroused today. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one rouse me. Mm -hmm. No one (laughs) (laughs) rouse.
1: Sounds like Charles Dickens. (laughs) (laughs) But for real. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a very valid point and something that I hope we are cognizant of in all of our discussions here. Because I think that that's a big ADHD thing Mm -hmm. in general of ADHD people are problematic, I would say, especially in talking about like children, because they are doing something I don't want them to do and not doing the thing i want them to do yeah so i i'm not a parent and i am no longer a child i'm a child of someone but i'm i am not a child in the fact that i'm sort of you're an adult so yeah yeah you're an adult your brain is fully developed yes yes and so i get to make a lot more of those choices on my own Mm -hmm. i'm still under a fair amount of expectation to do certain things But I think that it is worth having as a tool to make the best choice for you. Because at least the experience that I can say that I have is when I am, like, under that arousal level and having a hard time doing things. Mm -hmm. The thing that I'm struggling to do is even decide what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So, no, mayhaps I am not doing a productive task capital p capital t mm-hmm. but i am also not resting or enjoying an activity that has no output or really doing anything but being in a fog
0: yeah so i have no idea what that's <laughs> like <laughs> and as that's... i just like stare dead-eyed at jordan in the studio Sorry, I realized I no, was like okay. I was just like listening. Do know. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. And then I was like, I feel like I'm looking at Jordan like I want to murder them.
1: You know, <sighs> we've lived together for long enough now that that is your right. I don't though by law. But I'm and I'm so glad. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a wild. That'd be a wild choice to keep living with you if I felt that way. That's fair. You know, I feel like there's there might be a lot of mileage in. A true crime podcast about a podcast, like if you murdered me.
0: Oh, isn't that like one of the primary antagonists did in Only Murders of the in the building? Though
1: that's also true. That's also true.
0: Podcast about a podcast murder. It's so meta. Some some reason it's Tina Fey.
1: Just so does Tina play? Good God, does Tina play Fey? You? Huh? Does Tina Fey play you? Huh? We've gone too far. Now I'm talking about the, the screen adaption of the podcast about
0: yeah, my is, murder. This is beyond meta. But you know what? Now we just need to take it to the Don't Worry Darling level and get the press involved. <laughs> get our real personal lives in, in here.
1: The last thing I was seen doing is just, like, spitting on one of my coworkers.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god. <laughs>
0: Catch me just completely dissociating and astral projecting, like, at the next family dinner party or some shit. Like, <laughs> right, someone, the, the next person to ask how, how my uh, how my job's going, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my eyes just roll into the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Some, for some reason, I get to have headphones. I'm assuming that's mm-hmm. for, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there's a reason for that, that they all that I think Chris it's got a
1: Translator? Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was like...
0: I'm not positive. Like, but I'm not, not, like, no no judgment, not knocking it. Just, like, the fact that he had headphones on while doing that, like, also just kind of... No, it was just plugged into his Walkman the whole
1: time. That's what I was like, what are you listening to? This Mr. whole thing Vine? is happening, and in the background, she's like, take <laughs> <on> me, <laughs> take me me.
0: And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Harry Styles spits in your lap. <laughs> Except for, I don't think he actually did. I'm, I'm in you the, Don't no. Okay. I don't think so. Because like watching the video, it like it looks like I don't know. I feel like it looks like just like a trick of the light
1: mm. of,
0: of like the angle of the camera. But like a lot of people have guessed that uh, Harry Styles was making a dick joke at Chris Pine because Chris Pine had his sunglasses right here, and, oh. and like apparently Harry's. Uh, apparently, Her- Mister Styles is sometimes like a stereotypical British guy who was one of the lads in private school. Just a lad, huh? Just a lad, and so a bunch of British people were like, "I feel like he was probably making sorry. <laughs> I feel like he was probably making a dick joke,
1: <laughs> talking about his knob <laughs> <laughs> and bollocks." Uh, <laughs> You think he's gonna have a wank
0: at the Venice Film Festival? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, cheeky, innit?
0: You <laughs> <laughs> he guys, headphones on, listen to some li- er- er- listening to some erotic audio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think there is, I mean, obviously I'm not the expert here, but I would hazard a guess that there is nothing less erotic than. The way you just said the word erotic <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: like when people talk about British accents being sexy, and I'm like, no hate, right? no, like all the love- well, some of the love to my British friends mm-hmm. across the pond, but uh, some of y'all I like. T- <sighs> I feel like people who think that a British accent is sexy have, like, only heard, like, I don't know, like, Hugh Grant talk.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like,
0: Emma Watson.
1: Mm-hmm. But there is <laughs> such a linguistically fascinating range yeah. of accents.
0: For such a small little island.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> I mean, I guess what else is there to do there if you're definitely not having sex? I mean, they are, because
0: they have just somehow populated the entire fucking globe. Yeah. Um, us included.
1: (laughs) 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 Alright, well,
0: yeah, let's just say you're not going to get me optimally aroused with one of these accents, are you now?
1: (laughs) That'd probably be pretty distracting in d and d which is when I know I hear that accent most,
0: yeah, <laughs> sometimes oh, it's just easier to do a bit of a Liverpool accent, yeah, or some like some sort of midlands
1: mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. easy
0: to put on some peaky blinders <laughs> beforehand mm-hmm. or or the junior bake off just to watch that one kid will who just had that funny he f-
1: fucking. I don't just, know what it is about kids with accents in general.
0: But kids with British accents, and not just kids with British accents, but kids with, like, fucking Midlands to Liverpool to, like, <laughs> northern Yorkshire. Yeah. Like, Geordie accent. Like, fucking... That shit is so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because I know we have listeners from the UK. I'm sorry.
1: Y'all are wonderful. Thanks for listening. So- Sorry for the slander.
0: Sorry for the slander, and sorry for my my own awful contributions <laughs> to uh, attempts on uh, ye old queen's English. Which, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh well,
1: well, well. For legal reasons, uh, I would like to be in an Irish pub right now, just because I miss them, not because of the elaborate hearty celebrations that I, I know are happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, I'm assuming it's not quite the same as good ol' uh, Maggie.
1: No, not as much, but... Uh,
0: but, well, yeah. Anyways, for legal reasons, uh, I'm terribly sorry for England's loss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... My sincere condolences. <laughs> <laughs>
1: godspeed <laughs> salutations
0: <laughs>
1: pomp and circumstance um be- best wishes
0: thoughts and prayers
1: thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers on from from a yank
0: to y'all thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers <laughs> what? Okay, listen, we have a lot of fucked up accents here too, but at mm-hmm. least we have a
1: geographical excuse for it. That's true.
0: Our country's fucking massive.
1: It is. It is. And I know both <laughs> both you and I mm-hmm. have moved about it a fair amount. It moved about it a fair amount, yeah. <laughs> we sure did. We're we're uh-huh. close to Canada now. Uh, yeah. And A a real fun You say,
0: we're close to Canada now. You grew up in Washington, close to Canada. I I grew up in Michigan, close to Canada. You did. We've been close to Canada the entire goddamn time. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Canada's always been there for us.
0: In in fact, this is the furthest I've been from Canada, arguably.
1: I, to be honest, have no idea how far we are from Canada right now. Like, mileage. Or... Well, like kilometers. there's
0: there's states between us. That's true. In Canada, That's like true. you can't just get well. Nope, because you still have to, you still have to pass through Michigan or Wisconsin waters. Hmm. I was thinking because if you took Lake Michigan, this is nonsense. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> fucking a uh, optimal arousal
1: <laughs> is the. Level of stimulation at which you are not under-stimulated or over-stimulated.
0: You're like Goldilocks, but for your brain. Like, your yeah. brain is Goldilocks, and when Goldilocks finds that just-right spot, mm-hmm. whether it be uh, in a completely silent white room mm-hmm. or... With nature sounds in the background only, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or with, like, three different screens all playing different scenes from the same episode of Naruto. I don't know. Whatever butters
1: your biscuits. For me personally, it's the right level of Spotify music that sounds like music I like, but I haven't heard it before, so I don't know the lyrics to sing along. Uh And... Nothing touching my feet. I think those are the big two elements of the just right for me. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. So?
0: To do the just right just that's just a sweet spot for you generally? Or like to do what? Like to work or
1: Yes. Okay. To work. That's that's a fair that's a fair question to ask.
0: Cool. I know that I was like, hey, so this is in the context of working. And then I was like, in the context of what? No, that's fair.
1: We are trying to abolish the assumption that this is for a capitalist productive purpose. So it's really on me for assuming Mm -hmm. that you would assume. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: technically we probably have all different types of optimum
1: arousals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because we, we all react to input differently, mm-hmm. even if somehow there were a quantitative measure of how stimulating any given sensation was, mm-hmm. even if we are at the same quantitative level, we'd be different qualitatively. You know, what might be, you know, a scratchy sweatshirt might be a five for you. It might be an 11 for me. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Different strokes. Different strokes
0: Mm -hmm. for different
1: folks. Indeedly. Great. So what do we do with that information? How can knowing about optimum arousal help you choose to do or not to do? That is the question. How can it help
0: you choose to do or not to do? Yes. I mean, optimum arousal can give you, like, can give your your senses context, right? Ooh, I like that. Like like optimum arousal. Let's 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 talk about it this way, right? Optimum arousal for bedtime. Mm, okay. For me, I need to have white noise of some kind, right? I need to have some some layers of either nature or city noise, like a fan, just mm. like some level of like low low humanity hum, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um I need it to be cold, and I need to have enough weight on me to feel safe.
1: Mm. Like I'm being held, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. once
0: I re- reach those sensory, like the sensory ideal, and oh, you know, throw in visually uh, some like pimple popping videos, and, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way to dreamland.
1: That sounds really nice. Right?
0: So I feel like it. C- it can give your... Your body context. And so, right, because we're we're all just weird meat suit. Yeah. That's got electric stuff kind of pumping through it. Mm-hmm. And a little squiggle spaghetti thing <laughs> up top is like, hey, you want to get some work done? You want to take a nap? You want to do XYZ thing? Well, you got to be in the right space for it. I have needs and I'm not going to tell you what they are. Yeah, so I feel like it's kind of a trial and error, right? Yeah. Like some of us might not necessarily realize. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like a big way that, at least in the, in the sort of context of optimum arousal in terms of like productivity and mm-hmm. working, mm-hmm. right? Um, For me, I just need really loud music. Yeah. Either in my headphones or loud enough that I can... Have a loud noise to drown out everything else. Mm -hmm. And then I can focus on, like, my screen, usually, right? Because it's just the age we're in. um, Or book or whatever. But um, speaking in terms of productivity, I feel like we find out what's not optimum Mm -hmm. pretty easily. Yeah. Does that seem... Like, I feel like while it is trial and error to... Figure out what the sort of optimum settings are. I feel like we all kind of figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. Just because when something makes a sensory impact that's negative,
1: your body remembers that. Oh, for sure. And that is just as helpful, useful, valuable information as what is the right thing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Every every step gets you somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know what kind of bullshit, like, cross-stitch pillow advice that was. But... Well, it's,
0: you know, a very fun, quirky turn on the phrase of, you know, a- anywhere is walking distance if you try hard enough.
1: I've never heard that one before.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, my Uncle Dave used to say it all the time. Interesting. I... Yeah, I mean... Because, you know, people would be like, hey, is that within walking distance? And you're like... A very subjective question very i have no idea question. what yeah. your idea of walkable is but mm-hmm.
1: b a, where's traversable if you uh, are able to traverse even the ocean if you're a vampire hm cuz you can i feel like there's a part of like the vampire mythos where they can cuz they don't have to breathe so they could just walk along the bottom of the ocean
0: interesting I don't know that I've ever heard that in relation to like vampire mythos and lore, but there's so much out there. There is so a lot. Who the fuck knows?
1: It's also entirely possible that I just like fever dreamed that at
0: some point. I mean, I think that's a thing they talk about like in Twilight now that I'm thinking about <laughs> that's it. it. Well, because they have all those scenes where like Bella wants to go cliff diving and like there's I I don't know. Like I think there's the whole thing about like Excuse me, because they're dead they don't actually need to breathe yeah um but for some reason i was like very i was like have you confused the story of
1: jesus with vampires or jesus anywhere anywhere <laughs> that's that's helpful advice anywhere is within walking distance if you're jesus
0: yeah well hey anywhere's within walking distance if you got jesus because those footprints in the sand you know He'll just carry you. Someone's still doing the walking. It still counts. I just imagine because, like, whenever I was told that uh-huh. as a kid, right, mm-hmm. or or saw that sign, like, on a pincushion or not pincushion, a, on a cross stitch or a mm-hmm. pillowcase, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. I was always, like, imagining piggyback ride. Because I was, like, I was not imagining, like, a cradle. Yeah. I was imagining either, like, a piggyback ride situation uh-huh. or, like, a Shrek fireman carry situation. Ah. And then it becomes a question of like, that be so rough because you're like, okay, this alleged, depending on your belief system and worldviews, this alleged savior of humans mm-hmm. is carrying me. Mm-hmm. And that's helpful, mm-hmm. but it is a fireman's carry. <laughs> and I do have IBS. And so my bowels hurt a little oh. bit. So it's like, it becomes a fear of what if I fart next to Christ's head or, What if, because my head is near the buttocks of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, what if he farts on my head? I mean, do you think those farts would smell good or not? This is, like, what the ancient church elders, like, Uh actually argued about. Oh, yeah. Like, shit like that, actually. Because I was like, haha, this is kind of funny. And then I remembered that they literally argued about how many angels could fit on the head of a pin. Yeah.
1: um, I feel like... Does Jesus fart is a Sunday school question for sure. That absolutely gets asked. And I don't know the answer to it. I mean, fully God, fully man. Yeah. No answers there. Um, Does farts smell good? That's another question I have no answer for. You know what? We'll see, I guess. We'll see. see. And I would like to think, too, (laughs) if uh, (laughs) Jesus would know you have IBS. Because, you know, he knows everything. Yeah. Because it's Jesus, the yeah. God part. So I feel like he would not pick you up like that. I guess. More comfortably. What well, would suppose. you prefer? I know I'm I'm a piggyback bitch myself, but... I don't know how I
0: feel about piggyback. I mean, I think if I, if I had all the options in the world, mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem all that dignified, but I would absolutely go for the shoulder sit.
1: Mmm. I
0: didn't even consider that. Like, yeah. Come on, Jesus. Carry me with your big lumber, l- lumber arms. Lumber arms, yeah. Woodworking. Carpentry? Carpentry. There I was it like, is. "Where? what the fuck was he? It was a whole song. So, several songs about how he was a, a carpenter and a crossmaker.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, <laughs> this is a fun, weird, little biblical side.
1: I memorized so many Bible verses to go to Silverwood.
0: Only to now, all these years
1: later... Not remember them.
0: And to really only be wondering about whether or not the big man's farts would smell good or not
1: we'll just have to wait and see yeah mm-hmm. that's true well that was certainly an intellectually stimulating conversation was it an intellectually arousing conversation
0: mm, yes i don't mean that in a weird way i'm trying no to i know you i know so like you don't the title of the episode but yes. i realize now asking you
1: that like about jesus is, i regret bringing up Sunday to be school. fair i think you another, brought up sunday school but i another significant struggle of the early church if i remember correctly not early church probably like wait sorry what was the struggle nuns marry jesus all the time that's like their thing isn't it well
0: i mean if you think about it your faith is supposed to be like a marriage to christ and the church is supposed to be married to god so, mm-hmm. like, and a marriage is supposed to reflect the marriage you have faith with. You know, I regret this. I would like <laughs> to continue without talking about church because my head is...
1: That's okay. We but, can we can move on. You know what makes something a stimulating thought or activity? Do you want to try or do you want me to just go with it?
0: I was just... Uh, my brain was overwhelmed with the options of things that I could say.
1: Ah, well, if I can walk down this path with you together, I was going to say things that give your brain dopamine. How hey. would you feel about uh, bouncing on over to, to the, the do- dopamine trampoline? But you're good. I thought we were going to say it in unison. I was like, all right, that's fun.
0: Yeah, no, but... I started because I thought, I don't know, I just, I just started talking. Oh, you're
1: good. There's a bead of sweat going down my jugular. It's, it's a podcast talking is usually the correct choice. So you're great. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, to the dopamine Trampoline. Da-da-da-da-da. da, 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 da. do doo. Hell yeah. Uh. train pulling Tramp- train pulling, <laughs> I think just
0: the, like, to the dopamine trampoline made me feel like I was being welcomed into a world by Tom Hanks in a conductor cap. Thank you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Dopamine <laughs> trampoline. The place where we jump to, mm-hmm. usually, mm-hmm. but sometimes by train, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's a place where we talk about things that are giving our brain dopamine or have given our brain dopamine in the past, etc. Uh, sometimes they're short and sweet. Sometimes they're a little long-winded. But either way, it's, it's a fun time. I it's a know. fun it's, time. It's it's where the dopamine just really pops off. Mm-hmm. And you're a captive audience that has to <laughs> li- I mean, you don't have to. I right? guess so you could stop the podcast, but like. We'd what are you going to do? if you didn't. We're, yeah, we'd appreciate if you didn't. Like, like we're the we're ones making the podcast. That's true. And so it's like, hey, why don't we just add a segment where we talk about stuff that we like? Easy. Nice. Classic. And,
1: yeah. And we do always like to hear what yours are. Uh, oh, yeah. Or oh, on and Twitter. We're on the internet. Tell us what your dopamine trampoline is. But first, we're going to tell you what ours are. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I was
0: just to say, and, and we love to hear when we have them in common.
1: Yes, so absolutely. Always, always a
0: weird one. Always a fun time.
1: It is, it is. Do you want to go first or do you want me to take it away? Why don't you take it away because I'm yeah, yeah. pulling the stuff up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my dopamine trampoline this week is a show called Luna Park. I'm, I'm not a huge TV person. There's a couple shows I follow, but I don't tend to get so into tv shows i can't stop them except except this show this is the first show i've like actually binged in a, a while um, but i watched all of it in like two days which is a lot because the episodes are like an hour hour and a half each it's wild but it's on netflix it's an italian show which i would like to think is even more impressive because i had to actually look at the screen the whole time.
0: Yeah, watching shows that aren't in your native language is, like, a double challenge. hmm It's like, I, I was already going to have the subtitles on mm-hmm. for my own tongue. <laughs> yep. And now you want me to do more? You
1: want me to do what?
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's, like, super worth doing anyways, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, but, for sure. But...
1: It is a brain workout. It is well, and hey, there's another example of optimal arousal. Is uh, like if you are watching slash listening to a TV show and doing another hand task at the same time because it gives you a little bit of input to do both. It's great. Taking it back. Mm-hmm. So, Luna Park is about a young woman who. Comes from a family that runs a traveling circus carnival in Rome in the 1960s. So, A, just, like, fun to watch, fun to look at, fun costumes. I'm a nerd for that shit. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's a great
0: premise already. It is. As soon as you, I mean, for me, personally, as soon as you add, like, anything circus-related, I just, I don't know what it is. Latent Alice in Wonderland?
1: i don't know it's inherently whimsical it is Mm -hmm. it's very fun it is and just visually always interesting yeah but it is as you already know a delight to watch it starts out with this woman pickpocketing a guy who turns out to be the fiance of this like incredibly rich young woman just like Comes from money family. Her dad is some higher up in the Italian government. We're just not going to ask what he was doing during World War II. But Uh that, yep, that kind of kicks those two women off into a story where the rich young woman is trying to find this, like, long-lost twin that she has that disappeared when she was one The dad, apparently, through his weird government connections, found out that this twin had died. But was, like, paying a private investigator to pretend to be investigating it so their mom wouldn't, like, get too depressed and die. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally
0: chill way to cope with your problems, bud. (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, everyone is doing really great and being very responsible and reasonable in this show. Well, I mean, that makes great TV. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. And to make matters even more fun... While she's trying to find her sister, this woman from the carnival may or may not have information about that. It's hard to say. She, in having these interactions with these people and this element of, oh, I'm, you know, hardworking for my money, I come from a like a working, traveling family, but these people are so stupid rich, I don't want to be anywhere near them. She ends up near them anyways Mm -hmm. and ends up having this kind of romance with the fiancé's brother. Okay. Who is a photographer-journalist who finds out that a famous actor may or may not have murdered somebody. okay, But that famous actor is the rich girl's younger brother's mentor. Because the younger brother wants to be a TV actor. Okay. And all the while, the fiancé's parents are apparently communists. And so the rich dad has to, like, bug their apartment and do all these weird government things to, like, keep getting information about his daughter. It's a hot mess. Good lord. And not insignificant amount of the show happens on Carnival Rides. Good lord. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. All right.
1: It is wild.
0: I mean, I can see why that would get all of the dopamine receptors going. There's a lot happening.
1: There's so much happening. And every single episode ends on a cliffhanger, which is not unusual, but it is like the most dun-dun-dun dramatic cliffhangers. Well, it's a a circus show. It's a circus soap opera in the 60s. Yeah. It's incredible. That's amazing. I will say, fair warning to everyone out there, there is only one season of it out right now. It does end on a massive cliffhanger, and they have not confirmed if there will be a season two or not. So um, watch at your own risk, but it is very fun. And consider this our vote to not cancel it please don't cancel it netflix
0: consider it our vote to renew it for once for once renew a show Luna
1: park luna park and if you're gonna do that can
0: you also throw in teenage bounty hunters
1: teenage bounty hunters teenage bounty hunters please that was a good show for real please i miss that show so much so good Mm -hmm. hell yeah bro hell yeah thanks for sharing that thank you for sharing that moment with me uh what do you got this week
0: a little bit of a snoozier vibe. Let's, uh, like you to pretend you're you're a young person, not necessarily human, but a thing called a spirit scout. Okay. You are sent out on your first solo mission to an island mm-hmm. where allegedly there's maybe one or two ghosts that you are supposed to help okay. move on and pass on to the other life. Okay. It's your first solo mission, you're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and you're...
1: Ready to give this new life a try. Ready to scout some spirits, it sounds like.
0: Mm-hmm. Turns out, Cozy Grove, the island that you have been sent to, is not mildly haunted. It's incredibly haunted.
1: Whoa. There's
0: dozens of ghosts. That's so many ghosts. That need your help. And you can't help them. Oh. Because in the game Cozy Grove, that's the objective. You're a little spirit scout uh, that has been incorrectly sent to the wrong island mm. um, for your first mission. And because of the mechanics of the way the world and lore works, mm-hmm. once you've been sent out, you can't come back until you've completed your mission.
1: Ah.
0: And so you're stuck there and you have to help these dozens of ghosts. And so you're on this island mm-hmm. that is devoid of color. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out the more you help these ghosts, the more they give you materials that you can give to your campfire that will spread light and oh. love and friendship. Oh my gosh. And color to the world.
1: That's incredibly dear.
0: And did I mention the ghosts are bears? What? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have like been raving about this game for a while now. It's called Cozy Grove. I finally was able to get it. Uh, on my Nintendo Switch, and I am loving it. It's purposefully very slow-moving. You can only really do so much each day, and it's based on real time. So it's like a life management sim, you know, Mm -hmm, similar mm -hmm. to, like, Stardew Valley. You know, yeah, you know the type of game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But it's really sweet, really, really cute animation and artwork. Um, And I'm just really enjoying it. I'm enjoying getting to know the characters because, you know... You're learning about these ghosts Mm -hmm. who have been haunting this island for who knows how long. Yeah. And, you know, some of them have been there for so long that they can't even remember, and you have to help them remember. It's very sweet, but like a lot of games that deal with haunting and death, like Spiritfarer is another one that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. There are some very bittersweet moments, right? Yeah, But mostly... I'm just so delighted, and the the sounds are very soothing is It moves very like I like how fluid the movement is with the controls, mm-hmm. so that's been bringing me a lot of dopamine yeah. lately. I just love these little ghost bears. they're so yeah. cute.
1: I have to ask if they're bears. is this island like a forest environment or yeah so, what you're, kind of bear so you're habitat a,
0: are we talking about Well so that's the thing right It's like you're a spirit scout mm-hmm. so you're like a you're like a scout,
1: yes, so it's camping centric. Camping centric, scout based, bear heavy. Yeah, that's the shit I like to hear. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. That sounds wonderful.
0: Yeah, I've already convinced more than one person to play it, and I hope that they've also been enjoying it, or else I've led them astray, or else, or else. No. Um, that sounds great. Yeah, so I'm I'm really enjoying that. It's giving me a lot of dopamine. And yeah, thanks for letting me tell you about these cute
1: little ghost bears. Anytime, I am delighted to hear about them. So that's my second dopamine trampoline is hearing you talk about Crazy Grove. Yeah, no problem. We'll show you later. Yeah, I yeah. would love that. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap this ding dang thing up so I can see these bears. So you see, you see some ghost bears. Yeah. All right. Shall we? Yeah. This has been Oralearn Parkour from Wholehearted Production Company.
0: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, most other places that cool
1: people find their podcasts. Special thanks to Krisia Perito for our cover art design. You can find her at Petalhop, that's P E T A L H O P, on Instagram, Twitter, and Etsy. Thank you as well to Tom Rosenthal for our intro and outro song. There is a dark place off of the album Keep a Private Room by In the Shop. You can follow us on the Sochmades at or Learn Parkour on Twitter, at WeAreWPC on Instagram, at Parkour on TikTok as well, if I remember correctly. And, of course, on our website at WeAreWPC.com. Yeah, we're trying to do the talk. We're trying to do the talk. We've got some, we've got a video lined up. There is one in the drafts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There might be more. Uh, hopefully more. Yeah. We'll get there. There'll be more. Yeah, we're on the talk, but uh, you can find links to all those in our episode description. If you enjoy this podcast and want to hear more, now is a great time to click follow, subscribe, whatever the deal is on your podcatcher of choice. We would appreciate that very much. And if you want to start a podcast of your own, click the Buzzsprout affiliate link in, you guessed it, our episode description. Or Linktree if you're on our Instagram. You get a great little deal to start a podcast hosted by Buzzsprout. We get a little bit of money to keep the lights on. It's hunky dory.
0: It's all good. good. You could also support the show good old fashioned way word of mouth. Share us with your friends, your coworkers, your family, your enemies, someone random on the street. I don't know. You know, or or if you're feeling real saucy, give us some money. We got a Ko-Fi. Uh, you can find that in our link tree. One last thing before we get get going for real, I. I'm super excited. I got a new job. um, But because of that, things are a little chaotic and messy. And my brain is very focused on that right now. And so we are going to take a little, little, teeny little breaky break. And we will be back by Halloween, our fave holiday. But we are going to be taking just another little breaky break just to... Yeah. Yeah, catch our breath, figure out this new schedule, see how everything fits together,
1: Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. find
0: a way to do this consistently so that we can... Well, you know, be consistent-ish. Keep doing parkour-ish. Keep hanging out-ish, ish-ish. Yeah, I was like, come out every other Monday-ish.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 So we'll be on a little hiatus, but like we said, we got some TikToks queued up. We'll, I'll, I'll be around. I'm on Twitter, too, too much, so. I almost just said not gone, just forgotten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the right phrase.
0: No. um, uh, But, you know, we're, we're going to be gone, but hopefully you won't forget us.
1: Gone but not forgotten. That's what it is. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But we'll, we'll be back. You can't get rid of us that easy.
0: Yeah. You can't kill me with anything that the world has to offer that I'm aware of.
1: Only the Mamma Mia van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. On that note, I'm Jordan. I'm Lex. This has been Or Learn Parkour. We'll see ya around Halloween. Bye.